By May 1940, most of Europe had descended into an abyss of oppression and fear. France had been crushed by a devastating mechanised assault and the British expeditionary force was being squeezed towards the Channel port of Dunkirk. On May the 27th, the dire prediction came from the German High Command. The British Army is encircled. Our troops are proceeding towards its complete annihilation. This is the great escape. In all times of trial, to God the Most High, The day before that threatening announcement, King George VI had called on the people of Great Britain to pray and to seek the face of Almighty God. You see, in 1940, Britain was a Christian, God-fearing country. Many of our young people serving on the front line would have had recollections of Sunday school and maybe a good number of them would have connected the desperate events of those times with a famous story from the Bible. Moses was leading the people of Israel out of slavery in Egypt, but now they were being pursued by an advancing army. They found themselves cornered and stranded on a beach by the Red Sea. But Moses believed in God and he believed what God had said. And in obedience to his word, he raised his staff the Red Sea parted and the people of Israel walked through on dry land. When King George VI announced that day of prayer in 1940, the response was unprecedented. Westminster Abbey was overflowing and people were outside lining the streets of London. Across the land, churches were full to capacity for the first time in decades. What would happen? Was God listening? Would the prayers of the people be answered? Within hours, unexplainable things started to take place over the channel in France. Inexplicably, Hitler ordered his troops to halt three miles out of Dunkirk and a freak storm grounded his warplanes. History records what happened over the following days. 338,226 soldiers were taken off the beaches of Dunkirk by an armada of 800 privately owned little ships that sailed alongside the Royal Navy under the White Ensign. It would prove to be an event upon which the destiny of the entire free world would pivot. Millions of people across Great Britain and the world believed that God had answered the prayers of a desperate nation. Prime Minister Winston Churchill stood up and addressed a euphoric House of Commons and he described what had happened during Operation Dynamo as a miracle of deliverance. But now a fresh challenge was about to present itself as Great Britain stared down the barrel of imminent invasion. The King called a second day of prayer as the future of these islands precariously hung in the balance. 
So much rested on the shoulders of the young Spitfire and Hurricane pilots who took to the skies day after day, pushing back the invaders until the threat of invasion was eventually ended. The parting of the Red Sea all those centuries ago and what happened off the south coast of England in 1940 are examples of God delivering a nation. But as is so often the case, the people quickly forgot about God. As a nation, we are once again facing crisis. We have rejected the God of the Bible and it has led us up a cul-de-sac of unprecedented chaos. So many of the Jesus stories and encounters happened close to the sea. On one occasion, the fishermen who followed Jesus were out in a boat on the Sea of Galilee, a place notorious for storms, both then and now. They were out there in the rough seas, in danger of being overwhelmed, and Jesus came out towards them, walking on the surface of the water, and got into their boat, and they carried on towards their destination. We all need God in the boat of our lives today to deliver us from the stormy seas that threaten the life of our nation. God is close at hand. Jesus lived and died and rose again in order to get us off the beach of desperation and give us a fresh hope in relationship with the Father in heaven.